This is the Hofstra Radio Alumni Audio Yearbook. My name is Brian McKinley, and it is my honor to be speaking with one of the newest members of the Hofstra Radio Hall of Fame, Mike Kluger. Mike, thank you for joining us, and congratulations. Thank you so much for the good wishes, Brian. Now, this is the most obvious question, but we have to ask it. How does it feel to be inducted into Hofstra Radio Hall of Fame? Oh, it's absolutely a fantastic feeling. I've been walking on air since I found out that I was selected. From the beginning, I've been a very big advocate of the Hall of Fame. I think it's something that's really worthwhile. And because of my feelings towards the Hall of Fame, I've been involved with it from day one, serving on the selection committee the first three years and as the chair of the selection committee in 2011. I was on the committee that originally wrote the procedures for the Hall of Fame, and recently I participated with two other board members, Jim Helfgott and Nancy Kaplan, on making some revisions to the Hall of Fame procedures that we felt would improve it. So having been involved with it from day one, it's something that I really appreciate, and it kind of closes the circle for me because the career achievements that I'm being honored for would not have been possible without the training and experience that I gained working at Hofstra Radio. So Hofstra really has a spe- Hofstra Radio really has a very special place in my heart, and because of this, being selected for the Hall of Fame really means more to me than I can even express in words. That's fantastic. Thank you, Mike. Um, This is another obvious seeming question because I feel like everyone in the Hofstra Radio community knows who you are. You've always been a very active member of the Hofstra Radio alumni uh, community. But if you could put in your own words, since you left WVHC, what's been your relationship with Hofstra Radio since then? Well, I've always tried to maintain an ongoing relationship with Hofstra Radio. Going back to the time I graduated, shortly after my graduation, when there was still a lot of people at the radio station that I knew from having worked with them, I would always make it a point whenever I was out on Long Island, which at the time was probably at least once a month, to drop into the station just to see the people that I knew there, to see how everything was going on with the station. Then there were also the annual banquets. Uh, Back in the day when Jeff Krause was running the station, the annual banquets would draw a huge alumni attendance, mainly out of respect for Jeff. And as a student attending the banquets, I remember thinking how wonderful it was that the current students would get a chance to see and meet the alumni who were out in the field and who were doing the jobs that they hoped someday they would be doing. I thought that that was a great opportunity for the students. Hmm. So after I graduated, I felt that I really had an obligation as an alum to support that by attending the banquets as someone who was working in the industry. I'm not quite sure if this is any sort of record, but I actually attended every annual banquet from 1980 through 2013. That's 34 of them in a row. And it was really my pleasure to do so and to see old friends, to meet some of the students there, to participate in the banquets and giving out the Krauss Awards to the current students. 
There was also a tradition among alumni who were working in the industry to always keep an eye out for any equipment that was available that would help the station out. So much of the station's equipment in the early days was donations from stations that alumni worked at. So I tried to continue that tradition whenever I saw anything available that I thought would be of interest to the station. When I was working at WNYC, they did a complete studio rebuild, and they had a lot of broadcast equipment in good working condition that they were simply going to be throwing away. And part of that was a couple of the same Gates consoles that the station was using at the time, back when they were in the basement of Memorial Hall. And I remember calling up Jeff Krause and telling him that if he wants another of those Gates consoles, there's one he can have for the taking all he needs to do is have it picked up and later on this is long after jeff was gone a friend of mine who was the chief engineer at wqxr was responsible for getting rid of all of their equipment when the new york times sold wqxr and was getting out of the broadcast business and they had a huge collection of equipment that was simply going to be discarded if nobody wanted it. Mm-hmm. And I got in touch with John Mullen, who was the operations manager at the time, and Mark Wiener, who was a retired alum from the radio industry, who was donating a lot of time to the station as their engineering guru. And John and Mark went on a shopping spree down at WQXR and brought wow. back equipment for the station. Also in 2002, I was fortunate enough while working at WNYE to be promoted to their director of broadcast operations. And when I was in that position, that gave me input into the hiring process. So anytime we had any job openings, I would contact Bruce Avery and John Mullen, let them know about it, see if they wanted to recommend anyone. And I was able to arrange quite a few interviews there for current RHU students and recent alumni and actually managed to get a few WRHU people hired at the station, which was a great pleasure of mine. Then through the Hofstra Radio Alumni Association, I've been very active as well. Until Jeff's passing, there really was no formal alumni association because Jeff pretty much functioned as the alumni association, keeping alumni in touch with each other, putting them in contact when there were any opportunities that would be of interest, bringing everyone back to the annual banquet. And after Jeff's passing, Sue Zizza, who was the general manager at the time, the acting general manager of the station at the time, had the foresight to realize that it would be of great benefit to form a radio alumni association. Mm -hmm. And she put in a lot of work doing that, served as the first president, and through the alumni association, I've been able to be very active. 
one of Sue's first priorities in forming the Alumni Association was forming the Krauss Radio Endowed Award, which mm-hmm. is given to current students. It's a financial award that the Alumni Association gives every year. And I've been active in that, both in terms of donating to the endowment and for many years serving as a judge for the submissions that we receive. And that's really quite an interesting process to receive the essays and the audio submissions from the applicants. And listening to them, especially in recent years, I can honestly say the audio submissions we get, I listen to this it isn't college radio. It's professional radio that just happens to be done by college students, but it rivals anything that's on the air today. Some of the other radio alumni events that I've been able to participate in shortly after the Alumni Association was formed, Suzy for a few years arranged for many of the alumni to come out to the Hofstra homecoming and march in the homecoming parade. I don't know if Hofstra still does homecoming parades, but back in the 1990s they did, and we would have for several years we had a contingent of radio alumni marching in the parade together with the current radio students. Sue also at one point brought a proposal to the Alumni Association to do a three-day radio drama presentation to raise money for the Krauss Endowment, and some of the alumni were invited to work on that. I was fortunate to have gotten the opportunity to work on that with some of the other alumni. Sue directed one of the radio plays, Alumni Tom Curley wrote and directed one of the alumni plays. Butch D'Ambrosio did all of the live sound effects. Mm. Mark Wiener did the house mix. And I was fortunate enough to have been asked to do the live, the electronic sound effects playback. In terms of roles through the Radio Alumni Association, I served on the planning committee for the 50th anniversary. As I said earlier, I served on the Hall of Fame Selection Committee the first three years, including chairing it the third year. And I served as treasurer during the time that we were doing all of the work on planning the 50th anniversary. And I'm currently serving as the vice president of the Radio Alumni Association. So... I've really tried to keep an ongoing relationship with the station, and I plan to do so and continue to do so in the future because, as I said earlier, the radio station at Hofstra is really very special to me and holds a very special place in my heart. Absolutely, and such such an amazing list of of things that you've done uh, to to help out the radio station and the community over the years. So we all sincerely thank you for that. I can share with you a kind of amusing story about an unexpected contact with the radio station, which I always get a kick out of thinking about. Back when I was a student, WVHC, WRHU used to broadcast the Irish hurling finals, and I didn't really know what the logistics were for getting that feed. It was something that Jeff Krause always made the arrangements for, and we basically just knew the feed was coming in. Here's how you're going to get it. 
flash forward to about two years after I graduated, I was working at WNYC Radio, and we had an interconnect with something called Network Radio. It's, uh, it was a division of AT&T, which a lot of radio stations used for interconnectivity to send and receive audio feeds. And I remember coming in one Sunday afternoon to do a master control shift, and I was looking over the transmission work orders for that day, and one of them, even though it was for the morning and was already completed, caught my eye. The work order said, please receive Irish hurling finals from NR and transmit by dial-up to WRHU. Any questions or problems, call Jeff Krause and had Jeff's phone number. And I always got a chuckle out of that unexpected connection. Hmm. Wow. It's a, it all it all comes back to to the station. Uh, you, you've done so many things in your career outside of Hofstra after you graduated. Is it? I don't know if it's fair to ask, but can you rank this uh, honor among all your career accomplishments? Absolutely. I consider this to be one of the greatest honors of my career because, as I said earlier, my career started at WVHC and these career achievements that I'm being honored for quite likely would not have happened without the training, the experience, the education that I obtained at WVHC working there and also getting my FCC license, which mm -hmm. is something I knew that I would need for my career, but wasn't quite sure what the process was for getting it. And when I joined the station, they knew exactly what the steps were to take to go to the FCC and take the test for the license and what I needed to study in order to be prepared for the test. And also working on the Hall of Fame committee, one of the things I'm aware of is that it goes beyond just being someone who deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. But every year that I was active in the committee, what I noticed is there were so many wonderful people that really deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. We always had many more applicants than the number of people we were able to induct in any given year. Mm. And people that didn't make it in in any given year, it wasn't necessarily that they didn't belong in the Hall of Fame, just that there was no way we could fit everyone in. So what I really appreciate about this honor is not only that I was deemed worthy of being in the Hall of Fame, but that I ranked highly enough to be able to make the cut for this year, knowing that there were other equally deserving people who didn't. So to me, this is such an enormous honor. I consider it to be at the very top of my career accomplishments. Hmm. Very well said. Thank you, Mike. What are you looking most forward to on April 22nd? Well, I'm hoping to see lots of old friends from the radio station on the 22nd. I'm hoping we'll have a good turnout for the event. But what I'm really looking forward to more than anything is receiving this great honor and becoming a part of the Hall of Fame side by side with some absolute broadcast legends. I mean, mm -hmm. to think that I'll be going into the same Hall of Fame that has people like Dan Ingram, Ed Engels, Alan Combs, it's just really such an enormous honor to me. I 
can't say enough how much this means to me. Hmm. Um, are there any people that you would like to mention or thank or acknowledge at this time? Well, the first most obvious thank you, and unfortunately he isn't around to hear the thank you, would have to be to Jeff Krause for the 34 years that he put in running the station and making sure the station existed in a form where people who were interested in radio were welcomed into the station and could get the training, the experience they need. It was just such a wonderful environment, and I believe that would not have existed if not for all of the hard work that Jeff put in. So he certainly is at the top of my list for a thank you. Beyond that, I'd certainly like to thank this year's Hall of Fame Selection Committee and the Hofstra Radio Alumni Association Executive Board for deeming me worthy of this honor, to WRHU's current management for supporting this uh, going back to the time that I was at the station, Scott Cinnamon, who was the station manager, was the first person I really interacted with. He taught the engineering course that I took, so I want to thank him for getting me involved in the station. Sue Zizza was the program director, and when I became involved with the station, she encouraged me to become more involved and go for an, an administrative board position, so I appreciate her encouragement, and also all of the hard work that she put in informing HRAA back after Jeff's passing, because this Hall of Fame probably would not exist if HRAA had not been formed. But I really just express my thanks to everyone who played a role in my being selected for this. And I also want to extend my heartfelt congratulations to the other nominees that are being inducted this year. Mike, once again, on behalf of the entire Hofstra Radio community, congratulations. Thank you for taking the time to, to share these stories and these thoughts. And uh, we are all looking forward to honoring you uh, and the other uh, recent inductees on April 22nd. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, Brian, and I'm going to throw in one more thank you, and that's a thank you to you for all of the hard work you're putting in on the Hofstra Radio Audio Alumni Yearbook. I think it's so important that the history of the station and the people involved in it is being documented in the way that you're doing, so kudos to you for all of your time and work on that project. Thank you so much, Mike. That that means an awful lot coming from you. I, I really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure speaking with you, Brian.